0: Now when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report.
1: Good morning and welcome to the NOCO Retirement Reports along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, most Americans get a failing grade when it comes to retirement literacy. Now, that's according to the American College of Financial Services. I don't know if any of us will ever attend the American College of Financial Services, but they do this Tremendous research for us. 89% of female participants flunked a 38-question quiz, while 72% of men failed the quiz. So we're going to uh, get our esteemed party of three today together and, and cuss and discuss this and get ready for the week. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to the show.
2: Well, good Thank morning. You. Good morning. Good morning.
1: Alicia, we'll start with you. There is a gap in the scores. Uh, bottom line is most of us are lacking in financial literacy, now especially in the area of retirement. So what topics do you find that most people struggle with when they sit down with our Lehman Lewis financial family and start planning for retirement?
3: What I see the most is that people are struggling with the actual retirement planning mindset, if you will, because when you've been in the accumulation phase for all these years, when you're working and you're just saving money and you're kind of throwing as much as you can into uh, your 401k, into the market, into savings, all of that. But when you arrive at retirement or when you sit down and you start planning for that retirement, what we're seeing is that that shift of mindset is a little bit lacking um, in the education piece, because again they they haven't ever um invested the way uh that a retiree should be investing in having a plan first of all and making sure that hey you know what my my uh my paycheck is stopping, and now where am I going to get this paycheck from, and how am I going to really make sure that my money doesn't run out, but I'm still enjoying the money that I've saved for, but also have that mind shift of now is the time to enjoy retirement and enjoy the money that I've saved. So, so many times when we sit down with people, they're like, oh, I'm having a hard time spending because I've just been in this habit of save, 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 save and to to really kind of retrain their brain once they have that plan into place that, hey, you can absolutely spend this money, but let's first get your plan in place. Mm,
1: yeah, so true. Getting something in place is key. And Chuck, researchers in this study, now they've said that men often claim to have higher levels of knowledge and then they test poorly. Women, their knowledge actually is more in line with their actual uh, literacy scores. So women are being more honest about what they don't know when it comes to finance. How do you get, and you've been doing this 45 plus years now, how do you try, because you're bringing couples in a lot of times and maybe again, we guys are terrible at sharing. Um, it, sometimes we just feel like we just got to you know, put our head down and grind through the finances. Um, so how do you get everybody on the same page when it comes to planning for retirement?
2: You know that's a really good uh, question, and you know this kind of goes along with you know the females not knowing what's going on, but the guys. I mean, we know everything, and if you don't believe Darn us, right. just ask us. And a lot of Do times you feel ganged I,
1: up on, by the way, Alicia. <laughs> uh,
3: i you know what? I'm just shaking my head because we, all of us women, know the truth here.
2: Well, it's kind of like a Tim Allen thing. You know, we're going to be able to fix anything. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, You know, and and I think of just recently we had this uh, gentleman and his wife in, and it was, his name was Terry, and anyway (laughs) he had no idea that, uh, you know, what it took for retirement. Uh, I mean, no idea. He just thought, well, I've I've saved all this money, but he, again, we're talking about the plan. And he said, you know, I, I have, how much does it take? I mean, you know, people told me it takes a million dollars. Well, I have a million and a half in my 401k and, and some Roth. Well, again, everybody's situation is different. When we went through saying, okay, here's what Social Security is going to do. Here's what you need to supplement your Social Security to make sure that you've got enough money for income. And we have to take inflation into consideration and he kind of had this look on his face, like, I didn't think about that. And then when we start saying, okay, what happens, you know, with, uh, you know, how how are you going to pay the taxes on this? And how do you make this most tax efficiently? Because this is where most people are really getting blindsided of, uh, you know, because we've been told in the past, oh, you're going to be in a lower income tax bracket. No, you're not. You're probably going to be in a higher income tax bracket when this when a dust settles and they start raising the taxes to cover all this money that they've been spending over the last couple of years and everything that they're, you know, uh, passing this year. Where's the money going to come from? Well, then when you put that into the into the mix, now they're starting to think maybe I don't know everything. And then, when you start talking to him about, like he said, well, healthcare, you know, I hear about healthcare. Well, doesn't my Medicare and Medicare supplement, is that going to take care of it? Yes, it will, you know, the most of it, but studies are showing. $250,000, $300,000 at, uh, a, you know, a couple of age 65, by the time they hit their life expectancy, is going to have to pay out of their pocket. And I'm not talking just about long-term care. I'm talking about out-of-pocket for uh, medical expenses that's not covered and medication. And then, of course, most people aren't thinking about, well, yeah, I— uh, yeah, some people say, no, I don't want to leave an inheritance. Other people, yeah, I want to leave a legacy, other whatever's left over. Well, whatever that is, you have to have a plan for that. So, this is where people that uh, men, you need help. It's like so, an engineer comes in here. I don't know, I don't know their work and they don't know what we do. And that's where we get together and we help one another and try to come up with a plan so that you know where you're going. And you don't have to do this alone, and you shouldn't do it alone. Mm,
1: no, you should not. And in fact, our Lay- Layman Lewis financial family provides you a complimentary resource. It's called the Checklist Challenge. Are you ready for retirement? All you have to do is log in to com forward slash list. Layman Lewis Resources forward slash list and, and download. Uh, Actually, you'll be emailed the Checklist Challenge, and you'll get that resource. Uh, All you have to do is input your email address, again, laymanlewisresources.com forward slash list, and take that Checklist Challenge. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And Josh, there certainly is a difference between managing your monthly household budget and having an income strategy in retirement. Can you help
4: differentiate that for the listening audience today? Well, when you think about kind of managing a household budget, right, you got income coming in. You got maybe you or your spouse or both of you are working. You're generating W-2, you know, earned income. Every two weeks, you know, you're getting the direct deposit from your employer and then you're managing the outflows, right? You're cutting the check to Excel and your cell phone and your mortgage and all of that. And you kind of have this idea of what the, the baseline sort of status quo amounts are. And you know that, you know, you got to put out X and you're taking in Y, so on and so forth. And so I think some of that is, you know, complicated or not, as it might be for some people. When you look at retirement planning, you still have those same things, right? You still got to make sure all the outflows are accounted for, but then you got to make sure you have that consistent income piece coming in. So then you're sort of tasked with, yes, I'm not working. However, I have to make sure that I have a residual income coming in every month to meet those outflows. So it's sort of like taking the ordinary tasks and then adding the, the inflows of cash on top of that. So I think there's a little bit more to manage there where you got to look at a lot of different sort of factors to make sure you're still hitting all those outflows sort of business as usual.
1: And Alicia, most of the time we are talking with couples, but during a retirement one spouse is going to pass away before the other more often than not. And so when you talk about having conversations with the, the, the couple, you do have to do that planning for when one of you passes, and you have to be prepared for something like that. So can you talk about the conversations that you have um, when they make sure that there's income for the surviving spouse?
3: Absolutely. This is a huge conversation that we have and continue to have when we sit down with our families that we represent. Um, you know, it, it is statistically, uh, proven or, you know, st- statistics show that, uh, men usually die before women.
4: Mm-hmm. Cause we make really great decisions <laughs> because they want to.
3: Oh my gosh, what? Oh, wow. You guys are so bad. I, you know, I'm going to agree with Josh on this one because they make really well, great decisions.
4: she, We live together, so she sees it in <laughs> real life yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Anyways, so it is a conversation that we have a lot, and it's a conversation that not only do we have, but we plan for, and then we're able to show people in the retirement roadmap that we're we're creating for people, this is what happens if, or should I say when, one of you passes away. So we show the scenario of both, you know, husband or wife, whoever dies first, this is what happens. Because not only is there a lot of uh, income changes that happen, you know, you lose a Social Security, um, but also you think about taxes. Taxes are going to go up when you're uh, filing single, as well as just the life changes and making sure that both – husband and wife are very involved with the, the planning, the retirement planning so that they're not, you know, like a, a deer in the headlight going, Oh my gosh, what, what's going to happen now? You know, it's, it's really, um, I have to say just, we have seen quite a few just being in the business as long as I've been in the business, as long as Chuck's been in the business and Josh too, we have seen, um, you know, deaths in, in our families that we represent. And it it's really hard, but it's also one of those things where we can, you know, be there for them. And it's not a big surprise for them when we say, hey, remember we had a plan for this and this is how it's going to work. And so again, I it, it is a hard discussion sometimes of, all right, we need to talk about this. You know, no, nobody ever wants to talk about what life looks like without their spouse. Mm-hmm. I mean- most everybody doesn't <laughs> like the thought of that. But um, she's
1: getting looks from across exactly. the room.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, but it is, um, it, it's a very big conversation and it needs to be done. And the plan needs to incorporate that. And that's why we do it because it's very, very important.
1: So as you're out there today. Have you thought about it? Have you thought about what life would be like without your spouse? If you haven't taken that time, you need to sit down with a team that's done this for generations. And our team at Lehman Lewis has done just that. We've sat through and talked with people about those most important conversations. You can too. Reach out today at 970- Four four six one two three four. That's nine seven zero four four six one two three four. On the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue with the Noco Retirement Report after this.
0: The end of the year is quickly approaching, so get your finances in order now. Call nine seven zero four four six one two three four today to set up a one-on-one meeting with the Layman Lewis team to talk about your situation. Nine seven zero four four six one two three four.
5: Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970 519 2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970 519 That's 970 519
0: 2212.
1: Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services.
0: Will you be paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by going to laymanlewisresources.com tax. That's laymanlewisresources.com tax.
1: You don't know what you don't know. And unfortunately, most of us don't know enough about social security. Now a third of pre-retirees failed a basic social security quiz and almost 20% got a D on the quiz meaning more than half of Americans age 55 to 65 do not understand the basics of Social Security and its rules. Alicia, let's start with how important Social Security could be to our overall retirement. Would you still describe it as the cornerstone to most retirement income plans?
3: Well, I don't know that I would necessarily say cornerstone, but it definitely is one of the foundations of retirement. It is a, a, one of your pensions and, you know, somebody the other day said, oh, it's a entitlement program. And it is absolutely not. That drives me nuts because you've paid into you it, into it into right? It, yeah, absolutely. And so this is something that, um, we, we definitely want to make sure that you're getting the most, the biggest bang for your buck, so to speak, and, and sometimes that means um, waiting until 70 to take it. Sometimes that means taking it. You know, it all depends on what your situation is, what your health is. There's a lot to consider um, when we're talking about Social Security. And the thing is, you know, when when I um, read that quiz that a lot of people got a D because they didn't really understand Social Security, while I think that people should at least know the basics, you have to remember there are 7 or no it was 600 and uh 78 rules to social security and uh, no, no ways to apply for social security, and over two thousand rules that had to do with that six hundred and seventy-eight ways.
2: Don't you have those memorized? <laughs> uh,
3: it, seriously, yes, I do. No, yeah.
2: just <laughs> early in the morning, she just needs a
1: stiff drink after it.
3: right? This. And so I, I think of that, and I'm like, how could anybody, you know, possibly? know all the ins and outs unless you're a professional at working with retirement or, you know, and, and like, you know, Chuck is joking over here, but honestly, we don't have all the rules memorized, but we certainly have uh, access. access to yep. that and software systems and, and all the things that help us sift through that for each family that we're working with. So it is, um, don't feel bad if you're like, oh, I probably would get a D, you know, don't feel bad because um um, we understand there's a lot that goes into it, and, and making sure that you do it properly is going to, it's 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 key. Well,
1: what it, what it shows, again, is people need to hold their hand up and reach out for help. And, and so, Chuck, what are some of the biggest misconceptions people have about Social Security? I mean, I could tell you mine, it was, my misconception was that, you know, you pay into it all your life so that... You know, even if I pass, my wife's going to get my Social Security until she passes. That's what what I thought. But then after all of a sudden, you know, I I learned the fact that one of those two Social Securities, the higher one is the one that stays. But I just, to me, I thought, well, heck, I paid into it. My wife should get my benefit, you know, the rest of her life. But that's not the way it works.
2: Yeah, you get the highest of the two, um, you know, if a spouse dies. Right. I would say the, the biggest misconception, uh, there's a couple. Um, you know, a lot of times people come in here and say, "I, you know, I took it at 62. And uh, why did you do that? Well, because, you know, I figured that if I'm going to take it earlier, I'm going to get more over my life expectancy. But, you know, what people aren't taking into consideration, the first thing is if they're making over, I think it's like $17,800 a year, somewhere around in there, they get penalized or not penalized, but any dollar, any for every, every $3. $3 that they make mm-hmm. yeah. over that amount, a dollar is taken away from their social security. <laughs> and a lot of times, you know, people are still working and they end up giving that whole Social Security check back.
3: Or they retire and they're like, oh, I'm going to get this side job the, yep, and it kind of limits that. And it,
2: they can't do it or the, and then they're not looking at the fact that, okay, you take it at 62. And I'm not saying that's wrong. A lot of times that is a a good situation, again, depending on what the health is. And, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of things we have to take into consideration, but they're not getting those cost of living adjustments on a higher amount of money. And their spouse, if their spouse is going to be taking half of their social security, they're taking a, a, a decrease as well. So when you look at all this and take it out to life expectancy, the numbers don't lie. And that's what, you know, we help people to figure out when is the best time for you to take your social security. So again, there are so many rules, regulations, and ways to do it. And if you don't know what you're doing, uh, you know, we're not like Alice Cooper. School's never out here. We're always schooling people on how to take care of things like uh, this. No
1: doubt. And, and so, Folks, as I, you know, if you're like me and you're not at retirement age right now, but it's in, it's definitely uh, in the windshield right now. It's coming at you. Do you understand Social Security? Now, the Social Security Administration, if you call them, they can give you basic information. They cannot help you navigate Social Security. Alicia Chuck and Josh, you heard Alicia say there's all these rules and regulations. When do you start it? When you know, all of those things. When do you, when's the maximize uh, chance for you to turn on your social security? Well, Alicia Chuck and Josh do this every single day. It's what they do day in and day out. Is help people navigate retirement income planning, and social security is a key part of that. If you would like some assistance, in getting information on how you turn on your Social Security and at what time works to maximize your benefit, reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report and Josh let's talk about the potential impact taxes on our Social Security benefits. Now How do you help someone reduce taxes on their Social
4: Security? Yeah, great question. So I think a lot of this kind of comes back to looking at overall tax liability. So you think about your tax-deferred accounts like your IRAs, 401Ks, things like that. When you start taking distributions off of those, they're taxed like ordinary income. So, you know, the U.S. tax code is progressive, so the more distributions you take, the higher your tax liability goes. But what happened uh, under the Clinton administration is they voted to begin taxing Social Security benefit. So um, what they look at is something called provisional income. So they're going to look at 50% of your Social Security benefit. So say both you and your spouse are filing, they're going to look at the total sum and then basically divide that into two. So then there's certain thresholds. So the first 32,000 of that amount is not taxable, but then as you move above 32,000, half of that amount is going to be taxable and above and this married filing jointly, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and if you get above 44,000, then 85% of that amount can be taxable. So it really comes back to looking at how are you taking income in retirement? from what accounts are they coming from and how does that impact your adjusted gross income because then Social Security is going to go right on top of that. So really looking at what that liability is and then figuring out what's the best strategy to kind of take advantage of that.
3: And this is why when we are sitting down and doing creating retirement uh, plans for people, again, you can see why we are making sure that we're we're looking at an investment plan uh an income plan a tax plan a healthcare plan and a legacy plan because everything works together and so we need to make sure that you know like with social security where's your other income coming from so that it's not um a, a, Unnecessarily taxed or or where are we pulling from from the investments? how is it invested so that it 's not you know your other income isn't taxed so there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to to putting a plan together, and I think that's where sometimes people really miss. Um, the boat, and I'm not saying all people miss the boat, but it, what what we see a lot of times is, especially you know, people that are coming out of their working years and saying, "Hey, I, I'm going to retire now," and maybe they're either a self director or they've just been working with um, you know an accumulation specialist and. They're just used to kind of set it and forget it, where this takes some very strategic planning when it comes to uh retirement, so that we're making sure that everything is is working together for you
1: all right so alicia dovetailing off of that back to that mass mutual social security quiz seventy five percent of respondents got the question about spousal benefits wrong so This seems like an area that we should learn more about. For married couples, what do they need to know about spousal benefits?
3: Well, you know, and I know that you mentioned this earlier um, as a misconception that you had at some point, Bruce, and many people think the same way. They think that if their spouse died, that they could continue receiving both social securities, theirs and their deceased spouse, and that is not correct at all. You know, if your spouse um, has the larger benefit, you can keep the larger benefit, but you cannot keep both. So again, you can keep the larger, but not both. The other thing that uh, people really don't realize is that, um, you know, survivor benefits and retirement benefits are two completely different benefits. They're like two different money buckets, if you will. And so knowing what that is and how to claim it, because a lot of times what you can do is you can claim uh, one type of the money, you know, like the survivor benefit money first, and then switch to the retirement benefits, which is usually larger, and you let that sit and grow um, while you're claiming the other benefits. So again, comes back to being strategic and uh, making sure that you know all the things that is available to you so that you're not leaving money on the table.
1: Well, and I love, Chuck, the fact, Alicia has used the word several times here in this segment, strategic. You have to be strategic in your retirement plan.
2: You have to. I mean, if you're not, uh, you're going to miss things. And, you know, I, as we're sitting here talking, I'm, I'm running through my head, all the clients or people that have came into us, they, you know, became clients that had done it wrong or they were about to do it wrong. And, and a couple of them Uh, you know, they were allowed to go back within the first year and change it and say, no, I decided I don't want to do it this way. And, uh, you know, and thank God that they came in and and we were able to uh, help them because, you know, it can literally save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, You know, I think I read some statistics somewhere where it could save you like 100 grand uh, or, you know, earn you another 100 grand if you do it properly. And, you know, and again, Social Security, when you call them, they can't give you any advice. They just tell you what the numbers are. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people, I think, also have a misconception that they're going to be able to help you to make the right decision. Sometimes they can maybe go over the line, but they're not looking at your situation and your total plan.
3: Well, do you know what's kind of fun that we get to do? We get to look at and show people, say, here's the difference. Here's what it'll do for you. You know, if you started at this age, this is is what it looks like for your plan and put the numbers in and show them this is what it looks like if we take money from another bucket and start social security a little bit later so it's really um that's where it's like the fun engaging part of here's the difference and what works better for you what do you want to do and and um you know the pros and cons of kind of everything there is always a pro and always a con so we want to make sure that you're educated in both
1: Folks, get a strategy meeting with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh set up today and look at your Social Security. Are you taking it at the right time? You've had this concept in your head your entire life leading into your retirement. Is it the right one? Put trusted eyes on your plan today. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at 970 446 one two three four and set up that strategy meeting the next 10 callers 970-446-1234 and you can sit down with alicia chuck and josh you can also find them on the web at laymanlewis.com we'll continue with the noco retirement report right after this
0: 2022 will be here before you know it act now to get your finances in order before the year is over call 970-446-1234 to schedule a visit with the layman lewis team today 970-446-1234.
5: Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently we've seen inflation well over five percent, but even at the historical average of three percent, the value of your savings will be cut in half in twenty years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call nine. 9- Nine seven zero five one nine twenty two twelve. That's nine seven zero five one nine twenty two twelve. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group, and I paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC.
0: Do you need a second opinion on your retirement plan? Give the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team a call now. Nine seven zero four four six one two three four. That's 970-446-1234.
1: This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now we're talking about the basics of Social Security today. CBS News reported, according to a new study from United Income, that 96% of retirees are claiming their benefits at the wrong time. That's just about everyone. And when you don't take your benefits at the right time, you're walking away potentially from tens of thousands of dollars over the remainder of your life. Alicia, just how much of an impact could this have?
3: Okay, first of all, can we just repeat that again? 96% of retirees are taking Social Security at the wrong time. That just, it breaks my heart. Doesn't it break your heart? No. <laughs> it does. It doesn't break. I am it.
4: cold and callous. You know what it. You oh, know what it screams man, though is that people my... need to get in and yes, get some help. Yes.
3: Yes. So let me kind of explain what that means um, in terms of of dollars and cents. So collectively, we are losing out on three point four trillion dollars. Three point four trillion dollars. And that averages out to about $111,000 per household.
1: Where do I sign up for that cash?
3: <laughs> so can you imagine making... Um, the government making- also. Yeah, the government
4: government- yes. <laughs> don't don't
3: you... Can you imagine if, if you were that person and, and you know, you're like, oh, I, I did it wrong and I just missed out on $111,000? Well, that's 96% of retirees. Also, I, I can't... I I really can't stress this enough. If you are about to to claim social security or if you are saying I th- I thought I was going to wait until such and such age just because that's what I, you know, that's what my neighbor over the fence said to do. Please call us because we can help, we can help you through this. We can look at how how would be the best way for you to it with your situation, what would be the best way to capture that extra hundred and eleven thousand dollars over your lifetime so that you are not one of that 96 you percent?
1: Now, we love you know, I'm thinking of Tim Allen on tool time and yep, Wilson that's over exactly the fence. Exactly what I was you thinking know, of. Wilson over the fence. I mean, great guy, very knowledgeable. Um, <laughs> this isn't what he does every day. And that's what Alicia, Chuck, and Josh do every day of the week. So, uh, Chuck, it is a big deal to get your Social Security right. What are some of the factors you should consider before you start claiming those benefits?
2: Well, one thing is, you know, uh, health. What's your health situation? I mean, we've had people that have, you know, told us that, yeah, I've, I've got this, you know, disease and they've given me five years. Well, take your Social Security right now. Uh, the other thing is, you know, are you married? Uh, you know, how's your spouse's health? Uh, how much money do you have in your IRAs? Should you be taking money from Social Security rather than starting to take money off of IRAs so that you're paying a less tax than what you will be in the future when you're drawing Social Security? So, there, you know, there's so many different ways to do this, not just how much are you going to receive, but how much are you going to keep? How much are you gonna uh, you know avoid in taxes by doing it? This way, as opposed to that way, and again, it all boils down. Not everybody's situation is the same. Um, it, it's it's crazy how everyone thinks that their situation is identical to their sister's situation, or their cousin, or their neighbors, and it isn't. You need to look at what it is, how it's going to operate for you, and how it's going to benefit you the most and get you the most dollars in your pocket.
4: Illicit, and not you know, sorry, not only ahead, Joe, benefiting okay. you, sorry to interrupt, no, like I good. said, chronic. <laughs> um but also benefiting your spouse, right? You look at age differences between husband and wife and then you gotta look at earnings records, right? And ladies typically outlive the fellas. Mm-hmm. So then you also gotta look at what kind of, you know, benefit are you gonna leave behind your spouse when you, you know, are statistically likely to predecease your wife you got to look at that as well so there's a lot of different ways you know to to kind of look at that
3: and you know going off of that because there is you know with with what josh just mentioned there are sometimes where we look at it and we say okay um you know we're going to start one Social Security now and wait several years to start the other Social Security. And here's why. Here's the benefit. Here's the tax benefit. Here's, you know, when, when one of you passes away, there's going to be more, you know, income coming in. So again, there's, there's a lot to look at.
1: No question. Uh, in fact, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh would love to provide you a complimentary resource it's a Social Security report. It's downloadable. All you have to do is go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. And all you have to do is input your name and your email address, and you will get a downloadable PDF on the Social Security report. Click on the Social Security report, enter your name and your email address. It's at laymanlewisresources.com. You can reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh anytime at 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. And Josh, the age where you can receive full retirement benefits, it's one of the most confusing aspects of Social Security. Now let's talk about the full retirement age, and I'm putting that in air quotes here, uh, because it's not the same for everyone, depends on when you were born. And I'm going to guess that my daughter will have a new one from my wife and I, because uh, again, they're going to have to change things. People are living longer. Can
4: you explain how all this works? Yeah. So great question. And also one of those big misconceptions. So if you were born between 1943 and 1954, full retirement age is going to be 66 if you were born in that range, you can wait all the way up until age 70 to claim your benefits, and that's going to be the maximum amount. But um, if you are born from 55 to 59, you're going to be past 62, so you're eligible to start, but full retirement age starts getting staggered out. So those of us born in 55, it's 66 in 2 months. 56, you got to be 66 in 4 months. 1957, 66 and six months. 1958, if you're following along, you could probably guess it's going to be 66 and eight months. And 59, 66 and 10 months. But if you were born after 1960, your full retirement age is going to be 67. So, you know, there's kind of that range in there where it starts moving up by two months. And like you said, I would tend to agree that we're going to see a progressive move up there in full retirement age as things start moving along. So... Yep, gotta to, got to know when you were born to figure out when you can start collecting full retirement age benefit. <laughs> Either that or you're gonna go on disability yeah.
1: retirement. So to follow up on that, Josh, the full retirement age is different for everyone, but your benefits stop growing, they're maxed out at age 70, and that applies to everyone. Does that mean everyone should just
4: wait until they're 70? Absolutely not. So for some people this works really well, and you know that helps maximize that social security benefit but sometimes it puts people in, you know, a, a bit of a tight spot where they're, you know, spending other money to try to get that larger benefit. So it, again, it really depends on your overall situation and some of that comes back to life expectancy, lifestyle and what you're trying to do maybe with your spouse and some of those other strategies. So while a lot of people want to do that and wait because, you know, the numbers look good, it's not always the best move when you look at it in a, in a macro sort of fashion either.
1: Again, I do want to invite people to, to uh, log on to laymanlewisresources.com and get that downloadable social security report. Great information. It will spawn some questions for you and then you can reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. That's the social security report at laymanlewisresources.com. All you have to input is your name and your email address. Uh, Alicia, um, can you talk about Social Security and the strategy that we should fit into our overall income strategy for retirement as it pertains to Social Security?
3: Well, I think again that's where it it all works together, right? So when we look at different strategies, Yes, social security has a lot to do with income, but like what we discussed a little bit earlier, it also has a lot to do with taxes and and how you're invested with your portfolio. There's times where we do we have seen where you know some people come in and they say I want to wait until 70 because social security grows, I'm going to take social security at age 70. But then we look at, you know, hey for you and this happened just last month hey for you taking a lot of pressure off of your the money in your portfolio by starting social security before 70 is is actually makes more sense for your situation and so again i don't think that there's any one strategy um across the board that is better for everybody you know there for a long time advisors were saying oh Absolutely wait until you 're seventy because it it um, you know grows every year at eight percent and and while that is true, and while that does work sometimes again it's really boils down to all the other things that you 're looking at, like what happens when you pass away or your spouse passes away, uh, where are you invested, how is your tax situation going to affect your social security. Payments and and is it all working together? So again, um, making sure that you have a plan, making sure that that all your strategies are working together is 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 the only way to to ultimately you know get the most social security.
1: And so, Chuck, as we wind down the segment, we have just a couple minutes left. Uh, it's important for us to understand guaranteed, non guaranteed income. It certainly is you know the beginning. Uh, What else do we need to think about to make sure the stream of income lasts as long as we need it to?
2: The best way to do that that I know of is um, an annuity with a strong company. Uh, Again, you know, it, it depends on the strength of the company. It's not FDIC insured, but it is... Uh, insured under what's called the state guarantee fund, which insures people up to 250000 per person per contract. So you do have insurance. But there are a lot of annuities out there, and you must, you know, buyer beware. Uh, there are a lot of bells and whistles that sometimes, uh, you know, kind of ropes people in, but they are really... Uh, In the last 20 years, that is what people have been going to. As a matter of fact, Susie Orman, you know, people listen to her advice, and and, uh, she's always said, uh, you know, income annuities, fixed indexed annuities with income riders on them are definitely, every retiree should look at having a portion of their portfolio in here. Actually, and, you know, the Obama administration Endorsed fixed indexed annuities with income riders. Uh, probably one of the only things I agreed with him on. But uh, you know, and they said this, along with Social Security, can give people that guaranteed income that they know that they're not going to outlive.
3: And I think that's why we really focus in on making sure that you have the paycheck, which is the guaranteed income. That paycheck is going to be coming in every month, no matter what. And then looking at what is your play check? What is it that you want extra on top of that for the things like travel and the retirement bucket lists and, 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 right? Because there's a lot of things that you've waited your whole working career to do so that you can do it now in retirement. And that's, that's, again, we want to make sure that you have that guaranteed paycheck, but you also have your play check.
1: Again, if you'd like to reach out to Alyssa, Chuck, and Josh, get that Social Security report, go to laymanlewisresources.com. It's laymanlewisresources.com, or call 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. We'll continue
0: with the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Social Security. Do you want to get the most out of it? Learn how with the Lehman Lewis team's free social security report. Get your copy at LehmanLewisResources.com slash security. That's LehmanLewisResources.com slash security. Three
5: generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970 519 2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970 519 2212. That's 970 519 2212.
1: Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services.
0: Wait, before you dip into your 401k too early, give the Lehman Lewis team a call. Don't make a potentially costly mistake with your savings. Get a second opinion from the Lehman Lewis team today. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
1: This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. As we wind down today's show, uh, you know, we know everybody has questions. You know, people come up to you at your dinner seminars and ask questions. Uh, Maybe, you know, when they come to the office, obviously, they have plenty of questions. But um, we wanted to see what some of the folks out and about in the Loveland area have on their mind. So we took the NOCO Retirement Report microphones out uh, here in Loveland the other day. And we were out by the the Loveland Museum, the Loveland Tap and Tavern, the Dark uh, Heart Coffee Bar, just kind of that general area. And we wandered around, just talked to people. So here are some of the questions that our Uh, Folks here in the Loveland area had. First up, it's Mike in Greeley.
2: Hey, so my buddy down the street keeps bringing up this investment over and over and over again. He's excited about it. He swears by it. Um, I'm interested, but I'm also concerned because I really don't know a whole lot about it. So what would be the best way to research something like that? Because I've always heard that you should always understand what you're investing in.
1: All right, so Josh, I'm going to let you uh,
4: fire away on Mike's question. All right, first off, Mike, thanks for the question. Secondly, I would agree, always good to understand what you're putting your money into. So, you know, the question kind of for me, I guess, would be, is it a publicly traded investment, or is it like a deal where your buddy loans other people money and then, you know, charges them a large interest rate percentage, and if he doesn't get it back, he, you know breaks their thumbs so you (laughs) you want to kind of look at what what exactly is this investment you know we're big advocates of morningstar so if it is publicly traded morningstar.com not the milk company they're going to have information for you on that they're independent Um, But that's also something, if it is a private deal, you know, where we look at a lot of different things like that and look at the parameters of not only rates of return and things, but also risk metrics as well as liquidity and so on and so forth. So really, you know, a great investment for your buddy might not be the great investment for you either because we all have different goals objectives you know if you've ever heard an investment disclaimer it's something like that so you know got to figure out what it is how it works and if it fits into your situation
1: yeah always get more information before you dive in on something like that and if the guy's
4: name's guido uh, you might have to get a second opinion. <laughs> yep, but ultimately, Mike, you can always just give us a call at the office, and we're happy to chat through those things with you.
1: Yeah, and by the way, that number is 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. Again, on the web, it's laymanlewis.com. And we also invite you to tune in for Retire Colorado Sunday mornings at 530 with Josh and Alicia. So uh, always good to see their smiling faces on the TV. Mine, not so much. Oh, come on, (laughs) Bruce. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next question is Alex from right here in
0: Lovely, Loveland. I'm a freelancer, and I've always had enough income, but I don't have a company 401K that I can contribute to. So what are some options for me when it comes to saving for retirement? I'm 47, so I do have some time, but I don't want to put it off any longer.
1: Yeah, I I at least like the forward thinking uh, on this one, uh, you know, so who wants to take this?
2: I'll take it.
1: Um, it's yours.
2: Well, Alex, uh, thanks for uh, asking the question. And, you know, it, it is good for you to start thinking about this at age 47. And, you know, just because you don't have a 401K doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you can't save for retirement. And, you know, some of the options that we're offering people that are a little bit younger, Roth IRAs are definitely uh, something that you should be looking into. It depends what your income is or some income uh, levels with that. You can still contribute to your IRA. And a lot of times we're telling people that, you know, it isn't necessarily uh, the best option to, you know, put money away into an IRA and get that, uh, you know, tax write-off for this year. Because if you're in the belief that we are that taxes are going to increase in the future, it might uh, behoove you to put into something that is not, uh, you know, a write-off for this year. And it also. Is a benefit to where you might you'll be able to get to it before 59 and a half if you decide to retire early. So again, it comes down to what are you trying to accomplish and what's the time frame that you're trying to accomplish that in. Before I could say, well, here's what you need to do, because uh, there's a lot of questions that would have to be asked, and uh, because every situation is different, every person that we talk to. They have different goals, different time frames, different amounts of money. Uh, So, um, you know, again, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you, chat about it, and give you some uh, uh, really good advice, I believe. So uh, love to talk to you, Lance.
1: And the uh, number to reach, the Lehman Lewis Financial Team, 970-446-1234. It was Alex. <laughs> it is Alex. That's okay. Lance <laughs> or Alex. I think Lance is his middle name, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> again, the uh, phone number 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com, and they would love to sit down with you. All right. Our next uh, question comes from Denise, and Denise is in Fort Collins.
3: Oh, Lately, all the negative news has just been overwhelming, and I just want to tune everything out. But I know it's really important to stay informed. What should I do?
1: Uh, I, I think we can all sympathize with Denise, Alicia. I mean, we Absolutely. All kinda like, kinda like, this is just crazy. But tuning out also means you may miss something that's relevant to you. So uh, what's kind of your advice?
3: Well, and, and here's where I think that um, we don't want to put our heads in the sand like an ostrich and not know what's going on in our world around us. However, I think that it is really important to make sure that you have um, a an outlet to go and get the news, but also know when to cut yourself off. And um, another thing, too, is not make any huge uh decisions based on what you're hearing in the news or, you know, on the radio or watching on TV, you know unless
4: it's our show. You've heard <laughs> it on the radio on our show. It's pretty right. no
3: retirement right. report
4: hundred percent trusted, let's go. Yes. That's right.
3: However, I I think that, you know, and, and that's we always talk to uh, the families that we work with and tell them, listen, if something is bothering you and you're just getting a little antsy or nervous, give us a call because we are very up on what is going on because everything that we do in here does have to do with economics and with, you know, what is happening out there. And and we tell people, listen, we are here to be your coaches. We are here to be your advisors through these things. And so don't be making emotional decisions. Um, Rather, let's talk through some of these things. And So, um, you know, we have a lot of uh, a lot of families that come in and they're like, all right, let's let's talk about some of this negative stuff that's going on. But but what is it that you're worried about? And let's because I think sometimes people get so sucked into mainstream media. And they kind of just forget the, the you know, grounding part. Let's get you back grounded. How does this affect you? Um, how is this going to affect your portfolio and your retirement? And if it does at all, you know, and if it does, uh, if you're still nervous about w- after we talk to you, let's make some adjustments. And so, again, we're here um, to talk through those things and also to guide you through some of these things because I, I agree with you, Denise, there's just so much negativity right now. It's so frustrating um, and uh, I, I do encourage a lot of people, make sure you're turning it off you yeah. know is stop listening to it all day long every day all day because all it's going to do is just feed your brain of a lot of negativity and um that's gloom and it, doom yeah well, and it's and not educating you that's
4: the goal of the media right like yeah. you got to keep in mind the goal of the media is eyeballs right they want clicks they want people reading their publications watching their shows and nothing gets our attention more than negative content and it keeps us you know engaged, and then we're going to want to find out what to do next. So, you know, you get kind of trapped in that loop, and I think that's important to recognize. Mm-hmm. Again,
1: reach out to the team at 970-446-1234, and you want to discuss your retirement plan. Let me paint a scenario that might give you some, uh, <laughs> again, a different feeling. How about a, a warm chocolate chip cookie? Sharon will offer you a nice piping hut hot uh, cup of coffee or a, a cold you know coca-cola and it'll be like getting around the kitchen table with alicia chuck and josh and just talking about what your goals and dreams are in retirement that sounds a whole lot better than uh, being caught up in the, the media spin so 970-446-1234 is the phone number final question comes from victoria right here in loveland
3: Our youngest will be finishing high school next year and it's really hitting me because I'm not sure we've saved enough for the future. We've just been so busy with life that we haven't thought much about retirement. What should we do first?
1: Josh and Alicia, I really kind of want you guys to, to tackle this one. I know Judah and Ezra are a long time from graduation, but this is something that people do have to plan for is, you know, what happens next?
3: well and it it seems a long ways away but man it it just happens in a blink right and so i think number 1 is sitting down with us and let's talk through a plan to get you where you need to be um, or maybe give you the pat on the back and say, you're heading in the right direction and, um, you're, you're doing good. I think a lot of people, uh, have this doom and gloom, uh, kind of like we, what we talked about before of like, shoot, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to retire, you know, and turns out a lot of times people come in and they're like, we sit down with them. We're like, you can retire. And here's how, here's the numbers. But they would have never known had they not sat down with us. Other times, yes, there is some saving to be done, but that's where we get really strategic and and say, here's here's how you can make this happen. You know, some discipline here and, and um, saving this way and and in this tax manner. So I think that uh, there's a lot of hope, and um, it's never too late to get started.
4: Yeah, I think a lot of times when we see people in this situation, there's a bit of shame or kind of regret. Like, I know I should have looked at this sooner, but, you know, you're not alone in that, and I, we see that with a lot of people. And obviously our kids are our biggest priority during those years, so we really want to devote as much time we can. But now you're at this point where really you can't procrastinate any longer, and you should definitely sit down with somebody and really look at the numbers and look at, you know, Are there things you're not taking advantage of maybe with your employer plan or outside of your employer plan? Also looking at your budget, looking at how, you know, inflows of cash are coming in and what are you doing to capture those? Because when kids move out, you know, maybe we don't have those college expenses and that's actually a really good opportunity to kind of accelerate some of those savings. So really having a second set of eyes look at all those different opportunities is is just paramount. You
1: can reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, and the entire Lehman Lewis team at 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at Laymanlewis.com. We appreciate uh, all of the folks stepping up to our mics and, and giving us those questions for the show today, and we will do it again sometime here in the future. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, have a blessed week, and we look forward to talking again next week here on the NOCO Retirement Report.
2: Thanks, Bruce, and you as well. Thank Thank you. you.
4: Hey, this is Joshua Lewis. Thanks for tuning in to the NOCO Retirement Report today. Hopefully you heard some great information that's gonna help you as you start planning for retirement. As always, if you have any questions or you wanna talk about anything specifically that you heard today, feel free to give me a call at 855-955-3686. That's 855-955-3686. We also have a couple free retirement guides for you. These are going to give you some great information as you prepare to walk through the exit sign at your job. So to get any of these guides we talked about today, you can go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we look forward to talking to you next week.
6: Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal, any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income, generally referred to fixed insurance products. Never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the in- issuing carrier. The radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. The radio show is a paid placement.